nights when the moon is high. The shadows dance, evil will rise. The world between the living and the dead is deadly. So now is the time to let the horror you know again. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Horror You Know podcast. My name is Ian. My name is Darren. <laughs> it wasn't me that time. It wasn't me. So we try that again? No, not at all. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Horror You Know podcast. My name is Ian. My name is Ian. My name is Darren. And I'm Trent. Oh, I don't know. Do. Why did you say it with a you question mark at the end? I don't even know that. at this I'm point. Trent? Trip. I don't know. Nice point. try, Boner. We know it's you. We know yeah, it's we've got boner. our buddy Boner here. If you've listened the past couple weeks, Boner has joined us as a special guest host. Speaking of boners, he's not a special guest, Trent. He's a friend of the show. I'm going to grab his hacky sack. Cough for me, please. <laughs> Turn to the right. And I don't know why you vomited all in you. Sorry. All right. So, as you all know, we usually kick this off with a little bit of a celebration. First time I'm hearing about it. What is that noise? <laughs> My God! Mm. Oh, yeah, so we're gonna dude. we're gonna That's mix Robert in his semen outfit. <laughs> oh my God! So Robert the doll. As Robert you guys know, so okay. Uh, I feel like I need hey, to. Explain. That's hey, coming hey. up. That's coming up. We're gonna do that episode <laughs> later. Just don't disrespect him. Is all I got to say. I very much regret going last. <laughs> so we usually uh, we Not usually we usually shoot a bunch of these in, in one night, and uh, we. Have drank so much tonight that it's it's painfully obvious. And with that being said, we're gonna take some shots of some little smokies. Oh God! Old smoky, old smoky, little smokies is the sausages, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Which those are delicious too. Those are very delicious. Wells, one day we'll you, have... you always supply us with these. Which one is this? Is this butter pecan? This is Mean's favorite butter pecan. Not to be confused with the buttery nipple. But now that you said it, I feel one. like one night we it's should have. Uh, old smoky shots and little smoky sausages. Why not? Because they're delicious. We could. We can have it like a movie night and yeah. do that. You want to do that Sunday? We can also smoke cigars and let's yeah, little smokies. <laughs> let's watch Motel Hell eat smoked sausages. You are really mixing it up smokies. over there, Jeep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't like the way Trent's staring at his. Trent, did you shake yours up real nice? I mean, I shook it a little bit. Oh, <laughs> Oh my God. Shake it one time. I was hoping to go to bed soon, but I guess Shake I'm not now. Shake it two now. times. You're, you're is... going to pass out right over there. Shake sir. it three times. That sound is your invitation, maybe. Trent, you're correct me if I'm wrong, but Darren did say something about us all like dragging a bed out. And, like, Means has been trying to get me to stay the night for a but, long time. But he said time something now. about... Have I, though? He said, have I, though? Yes, you have. He, he said doesn't something want about, you to stay the night. He just wants you to sleep with him. He said something about making a little... die on the way home. He said something about making a little bed for it over here, didn't he? I do like me a good fort. Yeah, Fortnite. We have, we have some forts. Seriously, nobody saw this flight lights flicker at all. Nobody. Dude. I can understand because you guys aren't okay. facing them. You're delusional. So that light right there keeps on going out. I had to flick it to turn it you on. You son of a bitch. You've known this the whole time, haven't yeah, you? I did. I did. I did. <laughs> Fuck you. You remember we did that? I flicked it and it came back on and it's been on ever since. You God had me a flick it. <laughs> all right, fellas. Let's... uh. I had let's take these buttery. Like a, let's take these buttery nipples. What are we? What are we toasting to tonight? Oh, smoky. 
Don't smoke So I do want to say before we take these to the horror you know, to you guys, because I love you guys. This is a this is a great podcast. If you guys don't listen to this, oh fuck you. So. <laughs> I uh, I opened up a little bit on the last episode about how I hate sleeping alone, and now I'm going to be cuddling my train. Whoa 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 whoa! I just you mean. Future, future, future episode. Yeah. So we're taping a little bit. Out of Time out. Cut Time this out. out. Trent, you're going to have to cut this out. Hold later. the phone. Trent, no, no, don't cut it out. Future Ian just hold, told you. Hold the phone. Oh, that's that we true. talked about Trent, please that. Cut this out. Chill so out just, for a second. This man just told us that he loves us and nobody said anything back. It's true. Nobody so said anything. I would like to say. You. But I felt it. Thank you. Wait, but that's what, that's what you're saying? It's not I love you. Thank you. We love Thank like, you. I love, we you, love man. you, too, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Like, I love no, you. I you love do. you, man. I know you do. Thank you. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right. Bottoms up. One, two, down the fucking hatch. Trent, explain to me why you just made that noise. I got buttery. I didn't get much nipple. I was a little disappointed. Well, so explain to me why this is disgusting to you, but you'll drink a toad in a can over there. It actually wasn't yeah. disgusting. It I was, just now washed out that taste. It was pretty good. Future. Drinks. You guys are burying the lead of some future episodes, and you're making this very tricky for Awkward. our listeners. <laughs> no, because you're going to be editing in the sound. Thank you. <laughs> I say we just. The point is to not do much editing, Ian. I don't do much editing, Trent. I say we just explain it that Boner is our like Terminator, and he comes back in time. He does. and tells his secrets about what. Yeah, we're Boner. Doing. This man has no head. Boner is a this man is a man, and he has been sitting in with us tonight, and he probably will hear about him in a, the next couple weeks. Boner, well. oh, I, you guys I, are. Too much. His head and flesh are all invisible. That's why we can't see. I hate to admit this, but Boner is probably the most sober of us. (laughs) For sure. He doesn't say much. He doesn't interrupt. He seems pretty well behaved. Oh, sober Boner. That's just like him. Oh, sober Boner. (laughs) So I'm so glad that you guys are fucking sauced right now because I'm going to bring up something very controversial right now. Who's sauced? You're lost in the sauce, Trent. Look Look me in my soul and tell me you're not. Trent, my, Trent, I didn't put my soul up there. Trent, my soul is down here. Fifteen <laughs> minutes time. in. That's messed up. <laughs> uh, I made a note. Me. The last time up. I said that was messed up was like two seconds in, and it was very messed up because she had a fucking beer bottle sticking out of her face. Wait, which movie are you what? talking about that's messed up? Ian, what movie are we Portrait talking about? Portrait of a Serial Killer. Henry Portrait of a... Yeah. Yeah. The movie no, I'm was, talking no, about. Trent. I was trying to give V in a segue. I appreciate oh. that. <laughs> I appreciate you. I appreciate you extending an invitation to me. Wells decided well, it was the moment to bring up an episode from like two months ago, but that's okay. Let's, try, episode, that. Let's try that again, Trent. I ex- I appreciate you extending an invitation to me. Invitation. Wait a minute. That's the movie we're talking about. The invitation. <gasps> the invitation. Two thousand fifteen. Surely you're talking about the new movie called. The Trent, invitation. I'm glad you asked. No, oh, <laughs> we are yeah. talking about the 2015 version See, of the invitation. Means well, thought it was the 1980s version of the invitation. We're oh, all over the map here. I got, I got a little upset at first because I saw that he reviewed the invitation on that other podcast, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And then I realized it was the 2020. Ian, movie. please explain the differences in between these all these invitations. I will explain. So, one invitation from 2015 is also known as an invitation to a cult. That's what they call it, the invitation. Okay. However, Boner, did you have a question? I'm sorry. No, he's holding my hand. So, for moral support? Mm-hmm. Sorry. You should be. 
Get fucking adjusted over there, Ian Wells. So the oh, new good, invitation is actually, shit. Uh, spoiler alert, the new invitation is actually about an invitation to a wedding of vampires. <gasps> Dude. I know, spoiler I know. Alert. I didn't mean to spoil it for the I 18 no fucking people. I had no idea when they were that... drinking blood in the trailer that they might be vampires. See, that's the thing. The, have you guys seen the trailer for that? No. no. Well, Trent, you actually watched the I've movie. I've seen the movie. <laughs> I haven't seen the trailer. So, in the first trailer, they don't reveal anything about vampires. And then the the new trailer comes out, and they, they show the end of the fucking movie. This movie and uh, the box office made about $8.9 million. This was as of last Tuesday. And um, it had a budget of $10 million. So I think they're like trying to draw people in. However, this is not the invitation we're referring to tonight. The invitation that we are talking about, Tenizite, has to do with, obviously, the 2015 version. Mm. Um, cults. Mm-hmm. And not, not the famous... Not Firewoman. Firewoman, right? Yeah. Well, she's, Firewoman, well, she's you're the blame. The yeah. Firewoman, she's Firewoman, the blame. Firewoman, you're the blame. Smokestack Rising? No, not that. No, not that, that. She's not selling sanctuary Sick either. I hope she doesn't about. fucking sell a sanctuary. She sells sanctuary. By the way, just so you guys know, lead singer of that band, also named Ian. Nice. Also was going to be the lead singer of the Redux of the Doors before two of them died. Uh, I did not know know that. that. Can I be the lead Mm. singer of Milky Slits? Why do you bring up Milky Slits all the time? Trying to get that band out there. That motherfucker. They are underground legends. They're out there, sir. It's a fake band from a movie nobody saw. Well, it's about to be real. We appreciate your support, though. What's the movie? The movie is Gnawbone, and it it's may funny. be a let movie me, that means and I let me ask you a question. Worked on. We'll go down with the ship. Wells, with. have you watched Gnawbone yet? No excuses. So you, you have a copy up, now. You, you bring up a movie. You bring up a band from a movie, movie that you haven't watched. I brought up the movie because they've talked about it. Or you the brought band, up the I band. I brought up the band because from a movie about it that you haven't watched. But I gave you a copy finally. They have talked about it. They have, but you haven't watched it. That doesn't mean I don't know about Milky Slits. You don't? Clearly, I do know Who's about it. Who's the lead singer? I am. Milky? <laughs> he said I am. I am. Chocolate Milky is the lead singer. Chocolate <laughs> Milky? <laughs> That's the third most ridiculous thing I've heard tonight. Okay, so um, so to get into the invitation, I'm extending one to you guys right now. Ooh, Thank you. We Thank accept. you. We, I appreciate that. Yes, we accept. All right, so... I might have something that we can. I don't know. I'll okay. check my calendar. All right. Well, I'll put it out there. You yeah. did the save the date thing and RSVP me if you can. Yes, I will. So uh, the invitation is loosely based on just cults in general, multiple cults. One cult, one of the most famous cults is uh, the band, the cult. Mm-hmm. Um, no, not to be confused with the band, the cult. It's it's about the cult called the Heaven's Gate. Are you guys familiar with that? I thought Gate? it was about the cult of personality. No. Neon lights. No, <laughs> when a leader speaks, a leader dies. Neon right. Yeah, I've heard you of do it. know the song, right? I've heard of that cult. I, I do know the of song, personnel. but I, I feel like you guys nailed all the good parts of the song. I didn't have anything else to oh, add. So. Okay, well. Heaven's <clears throat> Gate. I've not heard of them, no. You've never heard of that cult? No. 
Did they, they explain? They I heard they uh, are really good with like so. joggers and shoes. Let's say that one more time. Joggers and shoes. They're really good with like. I don't know. They have a they have a style to them. That's what I'm saying. Am I wrong? Are you saying they all wear like windbreaker suits or something? They yeah, they look like a 1980s rap that, album. What was that gang from the Hawkeye show? From the what? The Hawkeye show where they all were like windbreaker jumpsuits. Oh, the tracksuit mafia? Yeah, that's it. That's it's kind of heaven's <laughs> Kate Bishop is guy, bro. <laughs> uh they Darren Darren's right. The he, the Heaven's Gate people did wear these weird, like silly, stupid fucking uniforms. I'll say it. They look like fucking silk pajamas. They were black, and they just look stupid. So, Trent has already told me he's not familiar. Is anybody else familiar, familiar with the cult Heaven's Gate? Just means, I think. So, he's a card-carrying member. <laughs> yeah. Wait, are you a member of the Heaven's Gate? So, back still, in the I'm 70s, s- yeah. there were these two people. T and Doe are their names. Tito. T and, okay, dough and tea. <laughs> now, do you know, okay, the mm. Nike thing. Okay, wow. I know what you're talking about now. Everybody had to have Nikes, huh? So they all, they all had the same outfits and Nikes on when they Yeah, died. I see what you're saying. Now, yeah. I never heard you say Nikes. I said, I said spiffy outfits and shoes or something. Okay, <laughs> okay, I got you now. I spiffy thought you said, outfits I thought and you shoes. Jogging. So anyway. In October when we go watch Halloween ends, can we just go dress up? one of them on their bed <clears throat> dead. That's fine. <clears throat> what is it? Uh, yeah. dead? Is that what you said? He just showed us a dead body. So yeah. You guys want to see a dead body? He's just as bad as David. I don't want to see any dead bodies. <clears throat> this is not that type of podcast. I know it's a horror podcast, but... What are you looking at? No, I swear I saw somebody moving over there. I'm Don't fine. fucking say that. <laughs> Come on, it's one in the fucking no, morning. I probably just, it was probably just. Is it really? Yeah, I probably oh, just saw is. something move when I was moving, like through the object over there. My brain is creating yeah, something. That was just Elvis back there on the wall. No, I it was it was more toward the it was more toward the door from where I was. A little more it. conversation, a little more action. So T and Doe. No less. My bad. Um, Doe. T and A. T and Doe. Does this does this ring a bell? Do you guys know where I'm pulling this from? Mm, no. Tito. That's all I got. All right. So T and Doe. Tito Jackson. Tito Jackson. Yeah. Doe, Doe actually uh, goes to this Tito like. Sunshine. Doe goes to this hospital for uh, treatment. He's having some issues. He meets T. She's a nurse there. They have real names. I'm not really going to get into it. It's not important. So. T and Doe choose their names from the movie The Sound of Music, where she's singing Do with the kids. Do re mi a t female dear re. What I want to know when she's singing the Do re mi. Mm-hmm. Are these people not like? Is T really important to the story? Is T one of them? Do re mi. Or is it just not important for us to know their real name? Not T. Okay. You just said it. Okay. I didn't know. Yeah. I had to sing Pay it. attention. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I expect this kind of behavior from Boner. <laughs> uh, so I'm sorry. Are these people not like going to be important to the rest <laughs> of the story, or is it just not important for us <laughs> to know their real names? Possible. It doesn't really matter what their real names are. They're just they're dough and tea. Okay. So, I accept that. I, I'm fa. Ah, fa. I'm la. 
That's crazy. That law is not in there. It is. Do re mi fa so la, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, do re mi fa so la ti do. That was horribly out of tune. I'm sorry for any music. Experts Go ahead, buddy. Tell us the story. T, my balls. You guys are I bag great. you with. I want to hear more, Ian. Uh, yeah, man. You want me to tell you more? Tell you more? Yeah, give yes. us the invitation. <laughs> well, uh, well, uh, well, uh. <laughs> that's what you were about to do. Tell me more. You leaned in. I didn't more. know. I'm looking at the time. We've wasted like 20 minutes. There's no we. <laughs> so, <laughs> so T and Doe. Anybody else want to? All right. So T and Doe um, put up this flyer. This is in the 70s. They put up this flyer trying to get people to basically come to this convention that they're running right so there's a few people they see it obviously they show up um you got to remember the 70s was a completely different time the 70s was like and i'm not saying that drugs don't run rampant today but a lot of fucking hallucinogens were happening back then lsd angels and shit like that so these guys and girls for the matter were tripping on <laughs> what are you doing they're tripping on these drugs and they see this flyer that basically says hey if you like want to like ascend to the other side come to this convention so they go and there's these two people and these two motherfuckers start talking about how they're basically going to um help all these people right help them transcend into heaven but Here's the best part. They claim to be spiritual beings from another planet sent here to convert people and to help them cross over to the other side. Do you know how they plan on getting all these people to heaven? They literally tell them a UF fucking O. They tell all the this room full of hundreds of people. Are these the Kool Aid people? No, uh, not necessarily. Okay. So, <laughs> here's the Kool Aid man. So <laughs> oh, they tell yeah. they tell these people that was Jim Jones. Yeah. Yes, they tell these people that they're going to help them get to heaven in a UFO. That's literally what they say. They use the terminology UFO. Let me say it one more time for the people in the back. A unidentified flying object. U- UFO. UFO. Oh, gotcha. They're going to use that to take people's spirits up to heaven. That this plane of existence is for the body and the body alone. And if they let themselves go, as in spiritually, that they can show them how to cross over into this UFO and leave their physical form behind and become a higher power and get into heaven. Ergo, heaven's gate. That makes sense. And, so to say, people start drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> uh, so it is. Which means, metaphorically, people start believing this shit because they're already on hallucinogens. They're just like, and they're in their mid twenties, and they're like, "Well, that sounds like a good idea. I want to go to heaven." So they start, they start believing this shit, and um, I'm going to tell you the short version of the story. They. They end up, and I'm just going to straight up say it, they end up brainwashing into these people into believing all this garbage. Okay. So then the issue becomes, you've got all these people 
leaving home, giving themselves to this community. And I'm talking hundreds of people, hundreds of people back in the seventies. So they, they also preach no sex. Trent, you perked up as soon as I said no sex. Yes. So everybody basically comes to this little little convoy of fucking crazy people. Sign me up. I know. So everybody's converted to be asexual at this point. Is everybody familiar with the terminology asexual? That means that you means find no, no sexual sex preference. Rule preference, yes. Yes. <laughs> you find no sexual preference in any sex whatsoever. I didn't mean that like man or woman or whatever. Goat. So... <laughs> I had you a gift. So, uh, so this is what they're preaching. And from what I've read, I don't have any facts to back this up, but I also read that some of the men were actually castrated. Willingly. Castrated, Trent. That means their dick was detated. <laughs> Sign <That's> me up. <laughs> so, like, you got all this shit going on, and then... Like this is like there's a lot going on here throughout the years. So fast forward a lot to nineteen ninety seven. The biggest suicide ever reported. Thirty nine people that's the that's the picture means had. These people end up committing suicide because they believe in this fucking facade. And by what means? By what means? <laughs> Darren means. Darren means business. Yeah. Mm. Killed themselves. They killed themselves with the belief picture. that they were going to cross over. I, I realize that's what suicide means, but like, how do they how do they do it? Do they drink something? The I don't have specifics on that. Okay, I knew. but I do know that it was something like that. Yes, it that makes the most sense. Those pictures, those bodies were like laying in bed. Yeah, like, it wasn't like a gunshot yeah. wound by any means. So here's why we're bringing this up. The brain wants to believe something so bad, and people want to believe in something so bad, that some people will believe anything. Like I said, I get it. It's the 70s. You're tripping the fuck out. You don't know any better. I, I get that to a point. But there are so many cults out there throughout the years that we just don't talk about or don't know about. And to me, that's some pretty scary shit, man. And... um once you have somebody convince them something so hard, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do to convince them otherwise. And there are so many cults, religious cults. I mean, religion is one of the biggest, like... I mean, it's it's exactly how it sounds. It's like it's a belief. You believe in something so hard, right? Yeah. You want to believe in something. You want to believe in a higher power. But you're not going to go through, like, the, most religions, like, you're not going to go through the extremities of being, like, well, God's calling me home. Time to, as well as call it, drink the Kool-Aid. Hmm. But there are some religions that believe shit like that and believe in sacrifices and stuff like that. And it's yeah. not that common. Like, even though they've never, like, seen any proof of what they believe in, they're still willing to die. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and belief is a really strong thing. So I can sympathize to a point. So we sit here and we laugh. And we make fun and we belittle these people as in, like, that's fucking crazy. They're gonna, just going to go away in a UFO. But let me ask you this. Is that as crazy as believing a man turned water into wine and walked on water? And was born 
out of not having a biological father to be the only begotten son of God himself, is that really as far-fetched? So do you guys think it's fair to belittle one belief over something that sounds so crazy over something that doesn't sound so crazy to you because that's what you grew up listening to? And I'm not saying you were being brainwashed, except for you, Trent. You were brainwashed a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, it's true. I think that, like the for me, the big difference is like in religions like the church I grew up in. Mm-hmm. You know about that church? I do. Been there plenty of times. They never told you you should go out and die for anything that you're, that they're talking to you about. Mm-hmm. But cults, uh, a lot of them, pretty much, that's the end game. You need to die for what we're talking about. Yeah, but. Yeah, it, but, uh, but but I mean, there are some religions that basically, like, there, there are people in the church will tell you, you know, there's some religions, like, you can't eat pork. I know, Trey. Right. I know, I know, you can't eat it. Not pork rinds. Not pork I, and beans. Now, my mom, as a kid, did let me go to church with these people, and, like, I didn't know anything about speaking in tongues, but... They all started speaking in tongues, and then they were telling me, like, oh, if you don't get... And I'm just this kid that's there with them. I don't know anybody. They're telling me, oh, if you don't get baptized, you're going to go to hell, and you're going to die and go to hell, all this, blah, blah, blah. And I told my mom about it when I got home. I was like, I got to get baptized. First of all, she was pissed that they were telling me that. Second of all, she's like, you've already been baptized. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and that's that's what I mean. And I know this is going to be a touchy subject, and, and, and there's no argument here. I'm just I'm asking an opinion of how you guys feel. Do you guys feel like one thing is okay but the other is not, or do you have a reason to believe? Like Wells just explained, like some people believe in 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 uh, speaking in tongues. To which his mom responds with, "You've already been baptized. Don't listen to these people." I mean, do you think people? I feel like people tend to overstep when it comes to like religion and stuff like that sometimes. Yeah, unfortunately. <sighs> Are you asking me? You're looking at me. So I'm like looking at answer. both of you. You're the only person making eye contact with me on that oh. side of the table. I'm thinking. My thinking my personal opinion that. is kind of tricky. I told you guys this was going to be tough. Because religion is such a tricky subject, and you don't want to, like... There's no wrong answer. ...tell here. people what to believe or, like, dog somebody or down someone for what they believe in. Except for that, that's the wrong answer. But at the same time, <laughs> like... I don't know. Like my opinion is, if you're not, if you're not hurting other people, then you are free to believe. Believe what you whatever believe, you want to believe. What you want to believe in. Mm-hmm. And do you think it's but okay you to start, try to convince others as well to die for something? But that's what I'm saying. It, it depends on how far you go with it. Because if your whole religion is to get people to join up so you could sacrifice yourself or die for something. That seems a little much for me because what are you really accomplishing by dying? Like that just seems weird to me. Like I don't know. Like I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm an overly religious <laughs> person. Like I guess I'm religious in my own way, but I just don't understand the point of of collecting a group of people together to just die. I that yeah, doesn't seem like it I'm accomplishes saying. anything like, to me. And and to have these people believe so fucking hard in you like alright don't make any plans after August 21st yeah I mean that's what I'm saying like because 
If you want to, we got places to be. If you want to spread the word of something, a religion or beliefs or whatever, I mean, I guess that's fine. Like whether it's weird or not, you know, that's not for me to decide. But right, to get a whole group of people together just to die for what? Like what are they dying for? Because they, 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 they're. You, you start off with at least one person, at least. In this case, we got two. You start off with this belief in your head. Okay, so I believe I'm from another another planet, basically. Okay. Or another a, a spiritual realm, so to say. I believe this so hard that I'm going to convince you three. And I guess my response to that would be like, well, okay, but why is it got to be right now? Like, why can't we just live our lives and then yeah, and go it's to just this like, place okay. later? You know, I what feel mean? like, like that's a big difference between normal religion and a cult too. Is like yeah, like in we, a cult, there's usually like a human leading these people that everybody thinks is holier than thou. Whereas in religion, like people actually believe it's a higher power. That's above all of us. Right, but don't you guys think it's so crazy that one to two people, minimum, can convince hundreds of people, hey, here's this thing, and this is what I believe, and then everybody's like looking at each other in this room and nodding like, yeah, I can get on board for that. It makes a great point. And then it's like, hey, let's all go live out in this farm in the middle of nowhere. I do like farms. <laughs> and then you move out there and then you just live amongst and then and then this transitions into the movie. Because in the movie The Invitation from two thousand fifteen. The movie, they believe that they are making their their two main characters hosting a dinner party. There's a lot of stuff about this uh story that there's a lot of background for this entire story with, with the Heaven's Gate people. So, like, the Heaven's Gate people, which was Bonnie Nettles and she was Ty. Yeah. And, and then the guys that he had a weird name. Oh, gosh. White something. Look it over. Yeah. Something yeah. Apple, Apple White. Apple White, yeah. Something Apple White. It was like Ephraim or something weird like that. He had a, yeah. he had a typical old white so, name. I'd go by Doe as well. Yeah. He was like kind of the leader at first, and she backed him. And then she became kind of important in the movement. And then she contracted cancer and died, mm-hmm. as I recall. And the people didn't believe them at point that point because she contracted cancer and died. Mm-hmm. So he tried to drag it out further. I mean, there's a whole... We might do an entire episode one day on just this fucking story because it's yes. crazy. It's a crazy story. And for those of you that don't know, if you want to edit this part out, if it buries our lead here, there's a whole fucking three-part segment on HBO Max about it. Yeah. I mean, it's a fucking Have interesting story. It? Yes. It's crazy. It is crazy. And their their whole cult, and this is something I'll say because I was kind of like listening to you guys talk. Their whole cult compared to religions, normal religions, you ask the question, what's the difference between the two? You know, how can you say one's wrong and one's right or whatever? Um, I would say this. I agree somewhat with, like, what Wells said and what Trent said. Mainstream religions all have this in common. If you look at Buddhism, if you look at uh, Christianity, if you look at... uh, 
the Islamic culture, you know, whatever you want to look at, the main thing they have in common is they have an apex higher power mm-hmm. that created everything. Right. And then they have the people, common denominator. It's a common denominator. And then they have something below them that was ordained by that higher power that created everything in, in all the universes. They have that one thing that was sent to Earth to teach us main basic tenets of how to live our life to be in the graces of that high, higher power. So Muslims look at Muhammad in a certain way. We look at Christians look at uh, Jesus Christ in a certain way. Uh, Jewish people look at, uh, you know, Moses. Right. And then like the second coming of what would be Christ coming someday. They don't believe in Jesus Christ, but they believe there's a going to be a second coming of a Christ like figure. Mm-hmm. So they all look at something coming or has already come on earth that connects us to God somehow. Right. The reason I think <coughs> cultism is so different is they take those basic tenets and they put them in a way to where people <coughs> can relate to them and then they use that fear and that yearning to have something different than their normal shitty lives. They, they use that fear and that yearning to have something greater connect with them and that's when they swoop in and use weak-minded people and and manipulate them to right. the effect and you could say christianity does that or catholicism sometimes does that. You, can, yes, some. you can say that because i think some people are weak-minded and don't want to think for themselves they'd rather think as a hive mind but at the same time i i feel that certain religions you know, are manipulated into this cultism to where the, the people like they're looking for personal power more than they are looking for helping people transcend this personal body. And like these two people definitely did that. And then they started, once the girl got cancer, they started manipulating that into where they're, they were like, you know, Hey, this, this isn't really happening this way. And this is happening for a different reason. And they start making excuses and then he eventually the got around basically. Yeah, yeah. He get they were used car salesmen at some point and mm-hmm. they were like you know we got to get them quickly and he got they went from like thousands of followers to just a few hundred quickly cuz people stopped believing in him. And then he was like this is the end game. I'm going to have to get rid of all these people and I'm going to have to get rid of myself cuz there's nothing else to do. So he went straight to the let's drink the Kool-Aid type thing, which actually was and I'm looking at it it was uh, Barbital. Wait. That sounds right. Which is like in the Barbital movie. Barbital was from the movie, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Okay, they took phenobarbital, mixed with applesauce or pudding, and then washed it down with vodka. They additionally God, secured... Sounds they, like a regular night on this podcast. They additionally secured plastic bags around their heads, ingesting the mix to induce asphyxiation. All 39 were dressed in identical black shirts and sweatpants and brand new black and white Nike Decades athletic shoes. So they bought everybody brand new shoes just to die in. Yep. And they had armband and patches reading Heaven's Gate Away Team. <laughs> oh my God. 
Damn. <laughs> Heaven's Gate away team. <laughs> anyway, uh, they also thought they Everybody's were going... Everybody's too uncomfortable to laugh. They, all thought, <laughs> they also originally thought they were going to go on the tail end of the Hellbop comment in the 80s. So I don't know if yeah, you know. Oh, that was those too. people? They thought yeah, that, yeah they thought no that, the, yeah. that the uh, UFO was in the, in the tail end oh, of that comment. Oh, man, wow. So, yeah. They they actually when the woman died, I think they were they were thinking long term. They were going to string these people along for a long time, so they could have sex with them, you know, group sex and get money. And I mean, this is their middle ticket. But that's the thing; they were asexual, though. Not the leaders, though. Yeah, but I think that uh, the members they were, they were, were asexual. But I think they were telling the the members not to have sex. They were yeah. literally castrated. But them. then they would no. pull people in and have sex with them. So the main leaders were having sex with the followers. Apparently, I don't understand asexual as much as I thought I did because the definition you all gave of it, I thought was pansexual. When you're attracted to no, anything, no, pansexual is when you fuck a pan. Shut up. <laughs> Obviously, we just got canceled. Yeah, we did. We got penciled. Penciled. Wow. No, I, I know what you're saying, but I'm saying like uh, asexual is like yeah. I just no attraction to male, female. Anyway. But my whole thing okay. is like this group yeah, well, is uh, like well, every other cult. I'll say this: not no attraction to male or female. You're you don't think about anybody in a sexual way. Yeah. Oh. I just don't understand. It seems like with most cults, the end game is always to be dying. Yeah. Or killing yourself. And I guess I just don't understand that because if you're really like religious about something, isn't the whole point of religion is to kind of spread it to as many people as possible? Well, like but I like, said, so once what are you they, accomplishing by dying? And once isn't they the fact realize that, the cult that they never can't, dies with yeah, the people? but once they realize they can't like spread it the way they want to. Now think about like all the major cults. Yeah, the Jim Jones we're talking about. Once he realized his end game was done. Where do you go from there? Then you you can't brainwash a brand new group of people. Kill yourself, I guess. But you'd have to go into society and A, admit that you're a fucking liar. B, you'd have to get a real job. You're not going to be able to do that if people are fucking with you in that way. Well, don't you still have your cult following, though? No, not when they find out you're full of shit. Well, maybe. If you're starting to get people breaking off and you have 39 left... Literally, out of, literally out of thirty thousands, they had thousands and of followers. And it breaks at one down time. to that. You know you're losing them. All right, guys, listen. I know most people have left <laughs> us. Here's what we're gonna do. Who likes chocolate pudding? Raise a hands. <laughs> yeah, I know you, Kevin. You like your way around a snack pack. I mean, I don't know. That's just weird to me. You you but, think about the successful and non-successful cults. Yeah. The the non successful are numerous and they always end badly. They always end in a siege or a mass suicide or something happens. The ones that are successful have to I have to say they they follow the normal route of religion. Like you look at Scientology, they follow the normal somewhat route of religion. I'm not trying to be a dick to them. And if you're out there and you're listening, and you're a Scientologist. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be a dick, but your sorry, religion, Tom Cruise. Your religion is not real. Me, Tom Cruise. I mean, they, it it basically is based on some 1950s science fiction books and a science fiction writer who well, came that up with these ideas. Guy just being like, oh, by the way, yeah, I found this shit up here. Unless it was named Joseph. I found this shit up here. Like the nation of Yahweh. Testament. That's pretty crazy. 
Yeah. But Nation of Yahweh, he taught like loosely based off of, I guess, throwing up some air quotes here, people, normal religion. Which I mean I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw out some shit right now that's probably gonna make people mad. I read the Bible and I've went to church for many years now and I've I'm looked so at mad. many I'm I'm looked at I've looked at many religions and studied them traitor. quite extensively. The the main thing I've seen though is there throughout centuries are many people who tried to manipulate for their own good mm-hmm. things that possibly happened or possibly didn't happen just for their own good. And I'm going to say right now, I read the Bible, but I also don't believe everything in the Bible is fully factual. Right. I don't think everything in the Bible happened the way we read it. And I think if God has a message for me, he's going to maybe use the Bible to teach me something, but I'm going to get something different than everybody else around me is going to get. And I think that's what it's for. But I absolutely believe the new King James version of the Bible Bible has a lot of different things in it that were political for that time and absolutely has nothing to do with God. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people will hate me for that and be mad because I don't believe in certain things, but I absolutely think things in the Bible are not true the way they're presented today. And I'm going to add to that and catch some hate with you, but I feel like when churches uh, ask for money because God needs your money, I think that's bullshit. Like, oh, for sure. If you need money for the church, say you just tell your members you need money for the church to keep shit going, but don't tell them that God needs your money and if you donate this much, like it's going to come back to you or something like that. Trent, you asked me for 50 bucks the other day. You told me it was for God. God's yeah. really falling on some tough times, yeah, guys. He's supposed to have 100 yeah. bucks coming back to you. Now, I do believe, you know, right. like if we further like the love that represents God with money or with like doing things for the church, it's going to it's going to increase. Yeah. And I think that's the idea of it coming back tenfold, right? If you if I show you love, you're going to show me love back. That's the way life works, right? Yeah. I love you. You're going to love me. If I show you hate, you're going to show Aww. hate back. And that's that's what I think they say. Like, Get down on your knees and tell me you love me. But I, <laughs> but I do think I that love you. people like when they when they say stuff like, you know, hey, you know, God wants me to have this multi-million dollar house. Yeah. And then these people suffer. It's a it's kind, kind of a contradiction. Purpose, it, yeah. To me, it's a contradiction. Like I, I'm not all about money at all. I'm not all about power. I'm all about you know trying to trying to do my own thing, be my own person, and show people around me that we can all coexist and love each other. I don't know. Amen. I love it. Amen. 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 So. Amen. <laughs> Segwaying from that. Wow, Trent, Trent, you just gonna leave Trent, him hanging Trent, on please, the Amen, Trent, please. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, to segue from one thing to another, back into like, I'm gonna segue back into the movie here. Thanks, boner. So um, essentially, this movie starts off with um, a couple going Will to a dinner party. Kira, Kira, thank you. <laughs> going to a dinner party. Uh, Will hits what he thinks is a coyote. 
turns out to be so. So he bludgeons this beast. It was a mercy kill. Yes, it was. <laughs> he bludgeons this beast to uh, to basically put it out of its misery. Okay. So then, when they get to the dinner party, the dinner party is hosted by his ex-wife and her current her current beau, her man, Eden and David. It, yes, Eden and David. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, you slowly like start to piece together things like it's a dinner party. Obviously, we know that. Right. Most right. of their friends are there. Whose names are? Oh, their friends: Sadie, Gina, McGill, Tommy, Ben, Claire. Sadie was not their friend. Yes, she was. No, she wasn't. She was somebody's uh, friend. Sir, she wasn't what about, their friend. What about Pruitt, sir? I he said was Pruitt, also there. Didn't I? I don't know. Pruitt wasn't their friend. Why either. do you say Sadie wasn't their friend? She said that they met her and then they brought her back. No, with no, no, them. no. I'm talking about the initial friend group. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah. What about Sadie and Pruitt were outside. Choi. Choi was Don't not forget there Choi. Yet. He wasn't there yet, though. He showed up later. Listen. Poor Troy. He had like Poor 10 Tro- minutes of screen it was, time. It was, it was Choi, people. Troy. I said Choi. Troy. Check the Troy. tape. I thought Check you were saying Troy. Troy. With the T. Troy. <laughs> I don't know what this man said, Troy. but I said Choi. It should have been Troy, but it was Choi. Yeah. So <laughs> they show up to this dinner party. What they think is just their initial friend group. This is a group that hung out. All through the years when Will and Eden were together, and basically they start, like, in my opinion, leaving breadcrumbs throughout this movie. Um, Sadie's crazy ass standing naked in the doorway back there, and Will just kind of looking back, like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> right? And, uh, fucking me up, too. Yeah, she just, it was creepy the way she was standing it's back like, there. It's like, is this chick just like, did you pause it like I did? Yes. I, yeah. I had to make sure that I was seeing did what you I thought pause I saw. It? No. <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> I noticed it the first time around. I was like, oh, no, she I don't. just paused it to see her naked. She got yeah. no pants <laughs> on. So it's, it's, so it's crazy is like, you start to find out there's a tragedy, right? There was a tragedy, I should say, between Will and Eden's son, who dies in an accident playing in the backyard during like a barbecue. Will blames himself for not paying enough attention. Kira tries to explain to him, look, there's no way you can prevent certain things from happening. It was a tragedy, but it was an accident. It was kids being kids. There's not much you could do about that. And then he starts to notice how David and Eden are being very, very strange. David locking all the doors. There's bars on the window that weren't there before. That, that weren't there before. Why are these bars on the window? Oh, it's for decoration. There's just weird little subtle like breadcrumbs being thrown throughout this movie. And then Sadie, where'd Sadie come from? Her naked ass came from the bedroom. What's she doing back here? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And everybody agrees, like, okay, David and Eden are acting very weird compared to like what they normally are. Very eccentric. Don't know what's going on, but let's just drink their wine and have a good time. I thought... I thought you raised your hand, sorry. No, I was scratching my head, but I do <laughs> want to say, like, when I first saw Sadie, part of the reason why I paused it is because... She was naked. Well, that, but the other part of it because it was so weird to me. I thought maybe it was like a ghost girl standing there, like in the doorway. They did portray it that way, like a spirit standing in the doorway, which it could have been a representation of like an embodiment of evil. You know, that's the way Will portrays it, Mm -hmm. but that's not the way that David Eden portray it. 
So when they come back into the living room and everybody's talking and things are getting weird and where's Choi? Where's Choi? Choi. Troy. Where's he at? Matt. Matt. Why? So, where's Choi? So, you're the worst. I know. So, uh, so David kind of makes a snide comment about like, oh, that's all right, Will. I'll unlock the door. It's all right. But, I mean, it is my house. Mm-hmm. It's just like, they've disappeared for over two years. And now, like, there's a tension. Will doesn't trust anyone. Which... Obviously, he shouldn't, but uh, what it boils down to is um, things start to take a weird turn in the fact that I started getting culty vibes immediately. So, Pruitt shows up. Um, you get those vibes before or after the video? No, I got it before because Will noticed that Eden had that bracelet on in the kitchen. Yeah. He's just like, well, that's kind of weird, but he doesn't really say much. Then when Pruitt shows up, he has it on. Sadie has it on. I don't know if you guys noticed, but they all were wearing those bracelets mm-hmm. when they first appear on screen. Go ahead, Trey. Quick shout-out, by the way. You mentioned Pruitt. Let's give a quick shout-out to the great John Carroll Lynch. Who John always, Carroll Lynch, who is a career bad guy. Who always plays the weird guy in the all of these guy. movies. Except he? for when he was on... The Drew the Carey Drew show. show. Now, I could have looked this up myself. He was a little weird in the Drew Carey show. Yeah, I was going to say, he was a crossdresser. I wanted to wait till I was here to ask it, but was he the same guy? Was he in uh, Zodiac? Yep. He was. was. He's he's actually in very many things you've probably he seen and in, don't uh, realize. American Horror Story in 1984. He, he always plays the weird, he was the creepy clown. guy. Yeah. He, he was the one guy in the movie. Or not in 84, he was the... Mr. Jangles yeah. or whatever his name was. Yeah, the main. He was the, the one, clown and the one. He was the Mr. one guy in the, the movie that Madison. I saw, and I was like, "He's yeah, great. Looks familiar. He's great." And, and then he, he hit me. I was like, "I think he was in Zodiac, but I'm gonna wait till we record to ask that." I mean, he was great in this movie too. Go he was. He's he's always good in anything he touches. God, that uh, I hope I'm not skipping too far forward, but that scene where he's following uh, Will back up the stairs. And he just gets that look on his face. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I kept on thinking he was going to do something. Yeah, the like he was giving me he gave vibes, vibes all the whole time. And like then when they show the video and everybody's so uncomfortable except for like Eden, David, Pruitt, and Sadie, and everybody's just kind of like, "Why the fuck would you show us this?" And it just like starts to unravel at this point. How long did it take you guys to kind of put the pieces together and, and realize what was actually happening? That was the thing, though. Like, I felt like they put me through a whole bunch of different, like, emotions of fear where I felt like different things were going to happen. Like, I felt like... Could have went anywhere. Yeah, like, maybe it was a weird sex party, and then it was a cult, or... And then it's like... A weird sex cult. (laughs) Then it's like, where the fuck is Choi at? So, maybe these people are just straight-up killers. Like, I mean... Where's Choi? If it's a sex party, I'm staying for longer. But if it's just a regular, like, cult... Means it's like... Means it's like... (laughs) Unless you're Claire. As soon as somebody was like, oh, I want some hood. Claire's like, I'm out. Fuck this place. I just felt like, for one, I would have never, like... I saw it again. If I was generic Tom Hardy... Okay... (laughs) You know he did have a about. Tom Hardy vibe to he him. He was generic he? Tom I've Hardy. I've always thought about him. He was in the Will? first Prometheus. Yeah. Yeah. If I was generic Tom he Hardy, I would I would never have come like to Hardy this too. place. I've been like, fuck. Let's meet at B Dubs. I'm not coming back to my 
house where my kid he died. Went there and for a reason. After right? all this but time, a, he's trying a to get some closure. For what? He he's trying to get some self closure. Fuck that. That's stupid. <laughs> I don't care. You don't do that shit. I just feel like that kind of setup was weird because, like, I would. I don't think anybody would have ever went back to that house. Yeah, I oh, think, and I tried friends. to sympathize with that, and I think it was like he was trying to overcome something, and all of his friends were there, and yeah. thought like he was, he would have been more comfortable with them all around him. But like, and they do kind he, of band together. But see, I don't. Even if you get like five seconds of it, like he he knew something was up, and immediately you get that vibe, you're gone. Like I just felt like I would be gone. Early in that movie. Was there ever a point in the movie where you all started, like, questioning, like, are these people really that weird, or is it all on Will's head right now? Well, I felt like they wanted you to believe that at a certain point. Yeah. And that's what started to make me think that he's not crazy, is because they're trying to lead you to believe he is, and then they're trying to believe you. But especially when Choi finally shows up after he goes off on that big-ass rant. I was like, oh, maybe he is a little crazy. Because I started thinking that, too. I was like, so he gets that... For those of you that don't know, he goes outside, he gets that message from Choi saying, hey, I'm here, I don't want to go back down the hill, can you grab this this food on your way? And it's a huge red flag for him, and then Sadie's crazy ass comes up talking about, you could just fuck me right here. Mm-hmm. He's just like, what? <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, I was thinking, that bitch is crazy, but I probably yeah. would have did it. She cray. Yeah. Well, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I was like, it's, it's what was her in game though? Like, why would uh, she just fun trying fact to fuck about you? her? Like, you probably know this at least. I right? didn't watch this movie at right? all until like two hours ago. Really? Two hours before we start taping. Well, I literally well. watched it today. That's she's, I've never seen it before. She's this little like crazy girl that apparently enjoys murder and all that psycho shit. But also, like Charles Manson had a Sadie just like her. Enjoyed murder. So yeah, that's that. another that's another story that kind of ties into this um, is the Manson murders. But I wasn't going to get into all that because I know we're going to get into all of that later. Yeah. So, um, but that's an obvious connection. That's I an mean, obvious they're in one, the yeah. Hollywood Hills for crying out loud. And yeah. yeah, so that's the thing. Like, Will has trauma, and he's trying to surround himself with these friends at this dinner party. But he 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 feels like he's the only one. That is noticing. He's like, yeah. something is... He doesn't only say something isn't right. He says, there's something very dangerous about tonight. Mm-hmm. And it bothers me that nobody's fucking addressing it. And everybody's just acting like everything's normal and everything's okay. Yeah. He's like, and I can't be the only person that's noticing this. So then, like, you start to kind of, like, find out, like, there's tension here and whatnot. But you kind of start to find out after the video and everything. You start getting these culty vibes. And David and Eden saying, hey, you know, I was this person before, but I just let it all go. And there's no pain. And you just can't hold that inside. And you're standing in the way of your own happiness. And to me, the whole time, I'm thinking, like, yeah, there's something going on here. Because there's no way that it, fucking David's just like, oh, I was a music producer and I had a wife. And uh, I did a lot of cocaine, so we're not going anymore. Mm-hmm. So break out that shit, David. Yeah, exactly. Okay, <laughs> and then and he keeps it. Yeah, he does. It's kind of weird, but like Eden loses a child, lost a baby boy. He was what eight, something like that. We're gonna say eight for the second story. So basically, what I'm getting at is once shit starts to like unveil itself, you'll notice the entire night they're drinking wine, right? 
from a bottle. Mm-hmm. Once the dinner party starts happening and Will realizes <clears throat> I was wrong, Choi's here now, I just accused them of basically doing God knows what to Choi, but he's here, he wasn't here the whole time, I thought he was, he's here now. He sits there, well, he said, can I go see his room? He goes and looks at his baby boy's room, and then he, he finds the laptop, which I thought was weird, he was kind of snooping around through that, but he finds the laptop, he watches the video, and then he starts piecing together, like, wait a minute, something is definitely not right here. I thought I was crazy before, I know I'm not, something isn't right, and he starts watching this video, and then he goes in, and I think he catches the fact that the wine looks completely different from what mm-hmm. they're drinking. Oh, yeah. They are now pouring it from like a vase-looking thing, not directly from a bottle. And he starts looking around, and as they're toasting, uh, Gina drinks this shit way too quick, and it dawns on Will. This is one of my favorite parts in the movie, personally. Excuse me. It dawns on Will. Wait a minute. I think I know what the fuck is happening here. He jumps up and screams, don't drink it, and he starts smacking bottles of wine out of people, or glasses of wine out of people's hands. So before that happened, like, I don't know about you all, and I know I've said this phrase earlier tonight, don't drink the Kool-Aid. I literally yelled that at my TV. As soon as they don't drink wine. it. I was like, don't drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. And then Will started freaking out. <laughs> and that's when shit starts to get real uh, for me and for like, the movie in general. Like, Will starts screaming, don't drink it. Starts breaking everybody's glass. They think he's crazy. And then he, he in self-defense, pushes Sadie. She hits, the, she hits the thing, falls on the ground. And then they find out that Gina's foaming at the mouth and her mm-hmm. eyes are wide open and something isn't right with Gina. Well, Gina's the only one that drank the wine. Yep. The and very Dave, suspicious Yeah, and then David, <laughs> when they're like, Miguel says, oh my God, do you have a first aid kit? He doesn't say anything. He just goes, and walks toward the bedroom. Walks, not cautiously, slowly toward the bedroom. He comes back out, starts shooting people, and shit just gets real from there for me. How do you guys feel like when shit started like immediately getting crazy though? Did was that a shock factor for you guys? Did you were you guys expecting him to just come out with a gun like that? No. I don't know what I was expecting after the one, but I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. And then I thought like Pruitt was just gonna turn around and shoot like Ben, right? Was it Ben that was standing right there? That, like it was pretty much he had the gun well, to his chest. Yeah, and like he shoots he shoots Troy, Troy crawls off he follows him shoots him you well, you hear the gunshots and then uh, Kira Will and Ben run downstairs and they get separated and Ben goes the opposite direction and Bill actually Ben actually somehow like breaks that glass and gets through and ends up getting executed outside yeah. I think he got stabbed yeah he got stabbed he got, that he got stabbed and shot did you guys think it like it went from 0 to 100 really fucking quick yeah, yeah. fucking uh, Ben stabbed or was that his name David stabbed him ben and then fucking yeah. uh, Pruitt came out there and shot him which was probably unnecessary right for me personally <clears throat> I thought the entire dinner party from the jump was totally awkward and weird yeah. and I knew something weird was gonna come from it but would you and maybe that's that no, not necessarily like the specifics, but like 
And I mean, maybe it's because you kind of clued me in a little bit before I watched it that it had to do with cults a little bit. So maybe I was oh, already yeah, expecting that in my mind. But See, like he, the whole dinner was. You didn't just... tell me. He told me. He but, told me it was a cult movie. But wow. even if you didn't, but Spoiler even if you didn't know it was about cults, like you knew that dinner party it was, was awkward. Like, not since Michael Scott and Jan's dinner party have we had a more awkward <laughs> dinner party. <laughs> Like this one really that was gave. Two hundred dollar plasma TV you just killed, <laughs> babe. Good luck paying me back on your zero dollars a year salary plus benefits, babe. Like the whole thing was just weird and uncomfortable, and I don't necessarily mean that in a bad way from a movie standpoint. I know that's like what they were. It was great for the movie. That's what they were going for for sure. But like it's just like, I don't know. The whole so, movie had a weird vibe about it, so I knew something weird and uncomfortable was coming at the end for sure for me what made me say don't drink the kool-aid was when they started to drink the kool-aid no it was when uh fucking david was like he was giving his little speech and he was like oh here's to a whole new world and all that shit like i'm like this motherfucker's about to kill everybody because that's what he means by a whole new world well even like for me when he showed the video like i was already like and then he tried to play it off like all right you know i shouldn't have showed that it's not for everybody blah blah, blah. i was like okay but like you still fucking showed it to everybody you're, you're still trying to like woman, improve a woman randomly. dying yeah and then prove randomly telling the story about how he killed his right wife. so like that was fucking creepy yeah so obviously I, hit her as hard as I could and then she just buckled and she was reaching up trying to get back up yeah so and i then she was just going. i really wish the video he would have watched there with that the cult leader i can't remember that guy's name you know what I'm talking about? The, the cult leader, on The guy from the, the video. Main, yeah, the yeah, main cult the leader in the what? video. I wished he would have like done the something, like slit video. his own yeah. throat or something to where he was like shocked and saw it. I thought that would have been cool. But That's I guess the thing they, about cults, though. The leaders never are the ones that sacrifice themselves. He was gone somehow, though, because I don't know. I don't think well, he even, was. I think well, they were just gone him, from said, his retreat. He said, I'll see you on the other side. Yeah, it was like he had already killed himself or mm-hmm. something. I don't know. I'll see you soon. I, I, I'm with Trent. Like, you told him too much. Trent told me too much. So I, the whole time, I'm looking for the big dude, Pruitt. Like, when he was standing behind him at that one point, in that one scene. And then another scene, he was standing behind him at the dinner table. And I'm thinking, he's going to come up behind him with a knife. Or I was yeah. thinking that the whole time in my mind. See, I didn't so know I kinda, anything about it. I kind of had too much in my mind. Uh, but I think that... It's interesting. Like I thought it was a great movie. Like to be honest, I I liked I liked the conversations. I liked how it went from the tension it built the, throughout. Yeah, the movie. I mean insane. it's one of those movies to where it's like it feels like a slow burn, but it's like so tension filled because you already know in your mind something's off. Mm-hmm. And they they showed him they they showed him with some foreshadowing of him having to kill that animal and then telling the woman, this is what you have to do. Sometimes something's going to happen where she's going to have to kill somebody. And then later on, uh, fucking what's her name? Sadie's in the same position as that animal was. And he's just like, nah. Yeah. Just give me this fire poker and I'm out of here. Yeah. He just lets her like choke on her own blood. Yeah. Because at this point, like she's fucker. She's contributed to killing his friends. Yeah. And Eden and David just like, and David trying to convince Eden in the kitchen, like, oh, no, no, this is a part of the plan. She's like, it was not supposed to be this way. We're all supposed to go together peacefully. Yeah. Now, one thing I think is kind of weird. This is just me. Generic 
<laughs> Generic, what's his name? Tom Hardy. Generic Tom Hardy. <laughs> his name is Logan Marshall Green. Generic Tom Hardy. Hardy. At this point, this is just me. Even in real fucking life, if I see shit that's weird, I immediately protect myself. I'm going to go grab one of my guns. Yeah. I'm going to go grab one of my knives. He should have went to a fucking the kitchen and pulled up, pulled a knife and hit it. Something. Well, I think he, at one point they literally had him convinced it was all in his head and he was just a part of this like traumatic experience. Even when they didn't convince him, though, he should have pulled one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he, he should have... There's plenty of opportunity I would have, like, put something somewhere. But at just the same time, safe. you raise suspicion by grabbing a knife or something and somebody notices it's now, missing. Wanna, just so I you guys say, fucking know, if I ever feel unsafe around you guys, I'm going to have a knife in my hand. He just pulls out a I knife in his own like, house. I will. If I, I felt, mean, like, uncomfortable, like, I felt like watching that movie and I was there, I'm going to go ahead and leave just like Claire did. But that's what I want to ask y'all, too. What the fuck happened to Claire? Do y'all think she actually got to leave? Uh, I don't know. I think Brute uh, broke her neck or something, put yeah, her somewhere yeah. down the road. But a car did drive by right when they they did their thing out there. I think she probably got away, but I think Pruitt was probably like... He tried to make that kind of last effort to make sure she didn't, but Pruitt then... killed her. You think I Pruitt think he did said, something screw it. It took him a minute to come back inside, too. I don't, think, I don't think she would have sit there and had a conversation with him like that. Well, that's all true. But I mean, I also agree. Wouldn't her car still be sitting there if he just killed her in her true. car? True. I mean, it was right there by a fence. He could have just pulled it up a little bit to where nobody could see it. I the didn't crazy really part for me was all this stuff we're talking about, obviously. But but when he lit the red lantern in the in the backyard, and then you see everyone else in the, the neighborhood end, having the red lantern. He looks too. out, and you hear the helicopter. You hear the sirens from all the like police cars and ambulances and stuff. And then you hear a woman screaming and a gunshot go off, and he looks and he's like, "My God!" And you see like all these red lights all that over. That was here. fucked up. It's yeah. really cool, but at the same time, it's unbelievable to me because like, if people see that many red flags before all this shit happens, you mean red lanterns, <laughs> red flags. <laughs> if you see like, there's, you know, like Jim Jones wasn't successful while he was in America. He only got more successful when he. He was like, hey, they're fucking with me, so let's pull all these people away and go to Ghana. You know, like, I feel like people in these in these hills, like the Beverly, where were they at? We'll assume they're Hollywood, Hollywood Hills. Hollywood Hills, Hills yeah. Beverly Hills, whatever. So I feel like if all these people were in on it, the cops and everybody would have found out way before that night. Unless Does that make sense? Some of those houses were most likely owned by cops. Could have been. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like this uh, random random dude from Mexico that they went for a cri- like grief crisis. Yeah. That's I mean that's where the guy was, right? He was in Mexico 2 years earlier at a small retreat for grief crisis and yeah. now all of a sudden it's all over California. I know. Now I know that's, this movie came out in 2015, but I would I would like to see like I a was sequel. I to say that's why culture that explains yeah. that ending a little bit more. Because I mean, they're trying to make it look seem like almost like a zombie outbreak, you know, like it's fucking everywhere. I would like to see more of what was going on in the rest of the neighborhood. Well, the way like a perspective from another house. house. Well, and and the way they portray it is like like you said a zombie outbreak. But the fun the fucked up part about that is 
it kind of it is an outbreak so to say because like it's spreading like wildfire out there and like that's what that was the whole point of me bringing up that whole cult life thing yeah. is because like you just don't know and like you can convince all these people to believe one thing yeah so if you convince eight eight of the thousands of houses out on hollywood hills if you convince eight of the thousand houses out on hollywood hills like hey so here's our belief here's what we think this is what you should do and you convinced because like i actually counted it was like eight houses on the hillside and i'm sure there are more but there was probably a lot that weren't either and i guess my point being is like like i said before with colts it's just you never know and yeah. they can convince all these people to I mean, do this fucked up act that makes sense because think you know i mean it i guess my thing is it would take longer than two years from a small cult at this like right, but but it was it was two years for them. You yeah. don't know how long they've been working on people from that neighborhood. Yeah, and maybe they followed them down to Mexico. Yeah, but that's why. But but think uh, think if Scientology decided yeah. all of, all of a sudden one day they're all going to arm themselves and start killing anybody yeah. on Earth. That'd are be we, fucked up. Are we sure there are Scientology churches in every major city in America? And most major cities in all the major countries in the world. If they decided they were going to fucking kill everybody, that would be a fucking problem. Yeah. Did Choi die? I can't remember. He did, yeah. Choi died. Because I was... Just hit me like, was he maybe in on it? Because why was it like so convenient that he showed up right after Will went on his little rant? No, he got shot and he... He rolled in the hallway, then you hear a gunshot. He literally had something go wrong, so it was kind of convenient for him to make the yeah. guy look crazy. And then when Will and them uh, ran by him later, uh, one of them says, Joy. Joy. Yeah, Not, like I mean, that's, to me, that's why I think scary. cults are scary. Cults yeah. creep me cults out. And that's why they're the scary, thing. because it only takes just a few people, and then those few people. Just tell a few people. Just spread, yeah. Tell a few, and I mean, it could just, it could spread that quickly. I yeah. think, and I mean, I don't know. I understand. <laughs> it, it creeped me out. I don't know what else to say. I'm part of a cult. It's called the Church of Marvel. <laughs> oh my god! I believe in everything. So to kind of belief <laughs> is a powerful tool. To kind of bring it around full circle, Wells, do you want to give your uh, your review? I do. But cool. I also want to cool say, that, <laughs> I want to say that I really like this movie, even though like, uh, I guess financially and commercially it was a failure because it had a <laughs> wow. Well, it was. It had a one million dollar budget and it only made three hundred fifty four thousand eight hundred thirty five bucks. But I don't think it was released in the box. No, always. it was. It was independently. Uh, I was gonna say. Made. I think uh, it was like. Uh, it was one of those like uh, independent festivals they released. Still, if you put up a million dollars of your own money and don't even get half of it back, that's going to be well, a big failure. But, but you're thinking box that's office. Box that's that's, it's not that's rental very limited. Buys. Yeah, rental buy streaming services. That's because that's been on Netflix since 2015. Yeah, they've got an exclusive contract with Netflix, and, and it's on Netflix. It was when uh, it first came out, and all these people, um, all these people go stream it. They get profits of that. And it sits on 89% of Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty decent for a horror movie like this. That's what I thought, too. What is your rating? Um, I originally wrote down an 8, but after this conversation, I want to bump it up to an 8.5. I love the suspense, the tension, and overall, especially when it comes to horror movies, I love a movie that can have me asking 
what the fuck the whole time I'm watching it. Even up to the very last shot, when you see all the red landings and shit, I'm like, what the fuck? Right. No, I agree. So I'm going to give it a solid 8.5. I really enjoyed this movie. I'll probably watch it again. Means, how do you feel about it? I was pleasantly surprised. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't know... Like, I honestly didn't know we were watching a movie called The Invitation. <laughs> I told Trent about that. I was like, where the fuck in this it conversation? It came out of nowhere. It was my invitation to you guys. I literally was like, where's the where's the conversation that we had this? I must have missed it while I was doing shit for school and going to the Scorpion concert. I didn't know. No, I said it like it was like two days ago. Yeah. So I I somehow missed that one text and like fucking didn't even think about it. And then Trent told me about it, and I was like, "Well, I will go ahead and watch it." And I watched it, and I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was good. Yeah. You know, I mean, I I recognized a few of the actors. Yeah. And actresses, it wasn't like just a, like uh, the, the main guy David yeah. was in a uh, haunting of a uh, hill house. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't notice it was like and a Game big, of Thrones. It wasn't like a big budget film. Well, I was talking about, but it was a big enough budget that it made sense to me. Uh, I really thought that uh, I I like talking movies. I like movies that are slow burns. It was like, very I conversational. If not, it's if it's uh, if it keeps my attention. If it's a slow yeah. burn, but there's a good story and I'm constantly guessing and thinking like, what the fuck is happening? I'm okay with a slow burn. I think you if know? Trent wouldn't told me that it was cult i would have probably still got that cult vibe before the end but i was expecting cult at some point in time so like i was expecting it but it still had enough of uh enough surprises i guess to keep me interested but i loved how they played the story out to where it was like they had to like fall back on the the child's death and that's really the crux to the story was the child's death brought yes, them together and definitely. they were trying to be there for the two two people that weren't together i still think that if i wasn't you know if i was really in that situation i wouldn't want to go back i wouldn't want to stay there so right a little bit unbelievable in that part but you know i could see where they would stay there and try to make some kind of concessions but it, I'll give it, I'll probably give it an eight to an eight and a half. I really think this is one of the better movies you've recommended for me. And Thank you. I, uh, I enjoyed it, and it was a movie I'd never watched before, so I didn't expect it. So I spent I at it. least the good first half of the movie thinking that the, like, the child's death was going to be like a big reveal at the end of like, why everything's yeah. going on. But I thought because he lit the lantern, more people was going to come in to trap them and kill them. Right. I didn't know it was going to be like, you know, uh, <laughs> oh, we did our part, you know, kind of thing. Right. I thought it was going to be they're signaling to other people to come in. You all right, Trent? Trent, how did you feel about it? Did you did you like the lantern? Not the green lantern. Not the red lantern. Right. The red lantern. Yes. Yeah, I don't... Uh, <laughs> my rating is... <laughs> I'm going to give it a 6.5, and I know you're going to think that seems low, and I guess compared to you guys it is, but I don't Very mean low. I don't mean this in a bad way. Like, 6.5 to me is still a good score. A lot of it is rewatchability. I don't see myself ever rewatching this movie, but really? it was a good movie, and I enjoyed it, 
Yeah, okay. it was kind You're of a, wrong, but okay. it was kind I of a ride. I want to rewatch it in the fact that I already well, know what's going to happen now, so I want to see how I feel about it. It was a slow burn. I was burn. catching things on the second time that I didn't. And maybe it is worth a second watch now that I've watched it once and know what to expect. But like, it was a slow burn, and I I I like slow burn movies, but this was almost a little too. I don't know. It was almost a little too slow of a burn. But like it was still really good, and I enjoyed it, and I don't regret watching it by any means. But I just don't know that I would ever watch it again per se. So that's why I, I give respect it that. a six point five. But I, I, mean, I it, it actually doesn't don't respect have, that at all. But I do. I it was good. <laughs> I think cults are creepy, so that creeped me out from that perspective. And the acting was all really good. And it was more mystery, not mystery. mystery but it was a kind of mystery, it but it guessing. was more thriller. Yeah, because it was like. And it was very dramatic. Like, it wasn't like... It's not... To me, it wasn't scary as much as it was, like, Creepy. what's going to happen. Unsettling is a good yeah. word. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, the human drama is what kept me in the movie. It was more... Yeah. I wouldn't say this was horror. I would say this was more thriller drama. Maybe a little uh, bit of psychological my, horror. I yeah. think that's actually how it's described on TV. So... I mean, I would agree with him. I definitely wouldn't get a, a six and a half like you did, but well, rewatchability, I understand. Six and like, a half I don't is know good if I would for re-watch me. This movie again, but so, I might. So for me, I'm saying at least eight and a half, and I have watched it twice, and I do want to watch it a third time because, like I said, I caught things on the second time I didn't catch on the first time, so I kind of want to watch it a third time, and I thought like. Everything we've we've been talking about this whole time, like the suspense was great, the acting was great, the story was phenomenal to me, and it was creepy, and it wasn't about like zombies or goblins or ghouls or ghosts. It's very or real like that. horror. It's a very realistic horror, which which makes it even scarier to me. I don't know. John Carroll Lynch was kind of a goblin. Nah, that man <laughs> so, is a treasure. You watch your mouth. Uh, not in this movie. He was, he was so, great, but he was terrible at the same time. So yeah, it was like. Once shit hit the fan, I felt like it really picked up, and and they did great on on the violence and and the blood and gore and everything. Um, but yeah, like it's at least an eight and a half for me. Solid, three eight and a half and one. I said very sad eight. six and a half. I said an eight. Two You're giving eight it an eight and, and a half now. There's oh nothing wrong with a six and a half. That's still a good score. You said eight to eight and a half. We're gonna take the eight and a half. Well, to wrap this up, I appreciate you guys um, appreciating the movie I picked this week. We appreciate the invitation. And no problem. This was a hidden gem for me. This is one of those, like, I was on Netflix one day and I seen it a thousand times on there. I I want to thank you for suggesting this. And I want to... You all felt like this movie had good writing, right? Like it was written well? Yeah. Yeah. He's thinking because he he got a lot of of nice tips about how to ensnare his The writers of this movie have had a lot of crap shit before this movie. Like, they did the ride-along movies. That's, like, one of their big things. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And then they did this. Well, ride-alongs were okay. They were awful. Okay. The first one was okay. But, like I said, um, I thought the uh, the shock factor and the suspense and everything was there for me. I don't remember where I was going with that because we started. I got sidetracked. I think you already said that. <laughs> I know because I'm trying to remember my original point before I was interrupted. I think you were closing this out. No, I was going to say something, and then I was interrupted. You were going to say, I've been in. No, that would be closing us out. I have one more final thing to say, and I was interrupted. Have I mentioned that? Mm. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) You never interrupt anybody? No, I've never have. Okay. (laughs) 
Not every time somebody speaks like somebody at this table. Mm-hmm. Trent. No, I'm just kidding. It was Boner. He's kidding. Boner. Well, we'll wrap it up because I don't remember what I was going to say. I am Ian. So I'm Ian. I'm Darren. And I'm your boy, Trent. <laughs> I'll let your boy. I've never heard you talk like that. This is weird. I'm, I'm your boy, Trent. I'm very sleepy. <laughs> Alright, well, this has been the Horror You Know podcast, and thank you for accepting our invitation. Yeah, you're also invited to come check out the Horror Fest at the Ohio Um, on October 21st, 22nd. Yep. What he said. Horror at the Ohio Film Festival. In the dead of night, when the moon is high, and the shadows dance. 